Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. All right, here we go. It's JG. It's Pettit. It's Robert. And this is Prime Time. Titans. That's not so prime time. No, I was thinking about doing this. I was going to like catch you all off guard and make Pettit say time and Robert say Titans. And it just didn't work out. I thought it was going to be funny, but um, that's about where we are right now. Uh, we are going to talk about the Bengals loss. Finally, we're just going to be honest. A little disclaimer from the start. Obviously did not record an episode last week. This is our first year doing this. I don't know about y'all. I had a lot of fun. Um, had a ton of fun, but the thing that I didn't necessarily think about or expect was how it was going to be talking about an absolutely crushing loss like the Bengals game. So, um, yeah, to just all out there physically, emotionally, not ready. We were not ready last week. We I don't, I still don't think I'm ready. <laughs> I don't think. I still, you were quick to. I I did ask. I did ask both of them if we were ready, and you were quick to say yes tomorrow when you yesterday. So I thought you were ready, but I mean, from the from the body language, maybe you're not. But we're here. We're doing it. I think this is going to be good. It's basically you know I, we're we're down still, and that's okay. And honestly, I mean, we're sitting here. And the freaking Bengals are in the Super Bowl now. So, probably makes us feel a little worse, honestly. Uh, makes me feel worse. But, um, I guess we'll, we'll start doing our uh, go around, talk about thoughts, talk about, talk about our individual thoughts, and then we'll kind of get into what went wrong. I mean, obviously, we know everyone, if you're listening, I would hope that you know what happened. <laughs> And, you know, Titans lost 1916 last second field goal after a crushing interception. And, you know, we, we don't need to recap necessarily, like, talk about the game in detail. We just want to give our thoughts and kind of explain where we think it went wrong, um, how we felt about it, and I guess how we still feel. So, uh, who would want to go first? Robert just pointed at me. <laughs> um I think one of the worst parts about that Bengals game was that, as a fan, we were all at the game. As a fan, the atmosphere was incredible, and there was no reason for the atmosphere to be be that incredible because all three of the turnovers that basically lost us the game came at very uh, the worst crucial times. times, like the worst times, like. The fans should have been so out of the game because of when those all those turnovers came. I didn't yet, think about that till just now. Like the timing of every single interception. Every the very first. I mean, the crowd is at its loudest, <laughs> and the very first play it's a pick, and it's like, all right, well. But then we all rallied. It was crazy. All we the only fans held them rallied. to a field goal. But even the fans like yelling and screaming. They rallied right after that uh, drive, and then you know what? They they were loud the whole game, and then 
you know, we're driving and they're at their loudest again on offense and things are looking up and then he throws a pick in the red zone and it's like, all right, well, fans again, we'll rally because it's still, we're still in it. And then very end of the game, that's when he really, he really lost the fans was on that final drive, 20 seconds left. But I don't know. It, it was a very fun game. I mean, we were screaming every single play. First, second, third, fourth down. I mean, shout out to the fan in front of us who, like, I mean, he he legitimately (laughs) was. Yeah, he, like, we were yelling every play. He was, like, screaming every single play. It's true. He he got it. I mean, he gave, first of all, his girlfriend was having none of it. I don't know why (laughs) she came. And he was, like, at halftime, he was giving her a pump up speech about how this is our year and it's the Titans time and she was just staring straight ahead and she he was like standing up and she was sitting down and he was like bent over just trying to get like pump her up for about 20 minutes at halftime and she was having none of it but he was committed he was not going to be phased and not going to be stopped yeah I'm going to be honest at at times throughout the game where I was down he picked me up he really did Sorry, and then uh, there was a Bengals boy. fan in front of us oh, who was one of the weirder people I've ever met. Like he was the most annoying with. opposing fan. Like and he not necessarily it. in a bat. It wasn't like he was. He wasn't mean. talking trash. Yeah, but after I'm 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 certain he was on some drug <laughs> because after every like after every pl- meaningful play, doesn't matter he would which look team, back with really wide eyes. With his arms crossed and just look at us. Doesn't matter which like, team. Like if if you know Jamar <laughs> Chase rattles off that fifty sixty yard play, looks over at us, asks for a fist pump. AJ Brown gets the super like the the touchdown. There was an incredible throw and catch. He wants a fist pump. It's like, what are we doing here? You're a <laughs> Bengals fan, but can he you just, just stop? Was so he wouldn't say anything. He would just give us a really blank stare with really wide eyes. Like he was definitely on something, and then at the end, our buddy who was yelling a lot and our weird Bengals buddy got into some altercation. No, they didn't even get an altercation. It was it was my fault. I the, the guy he decided to celebrate basically with the Titans fan. The Bengals fan like put his arms around the Titans fan and was shaking him excited. <laughs> and I'm looking at that as. Why are you ce- why why is this continuing where you're c- celebrating or looking at us when something happens? Yeah. Celebrate with your fans. So I moved him off of the our Titans. And the fan. Titans fan didn't want to be touched by the no. Bengals fan either. I mean, I, I, would you? No. <laughs> Not at but all. Just for context, he wasn't happy And so about then it. he looked around at me, he's like, "We were good, but you don't touch me." And so it got a little Yeah, you know, he did apologize and I apologized. I shouldn't have grabbed him. Uh, but it was weird it was like it was just a weird thing dude just celebrate with your own fans yes like we're not we're gonna sit here in our misery which that was probably the most miserable i've ever felt after a sporting event like that was terrible i mean he because he was like he went he then did go celebrate with his other buddies like he didn't even know the titans fan and he went and celebrated with the Bengals guys. He turned around. He's like, sorry about that. You know, I was a little heated. And I said, I'm sorry, too. I'm obviously pissed. So, just, I just, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, we have no, obviously, you're going to celebrate. I'm not mad at the Bengals fans for celebrating. 
don't grab me and jump up and down and act, expect me to celebrate with you with your wide eyes. Yeah. <laughs> wide eyes. Big tangent. Sorry. There was a ton. Like, for a Titans game, there were so many Titans fans compared to away opponents. It was very impressive. The atmosphere was really great for Nissan Stadium. We did have also some Bengals fans behind us on our side. And uh, this one guy, it was actually really interesting. I didn't really look back at them very much. But one guy during the game, just even when we were driving, like after AJ's touchdown, he's like, Titans suck, Tannehill sucks, Derrick Henry sucks, like they all suck. And then the girl that was with them, maybe I don't I didn't even look back, but like the girlfriend or whatever, she was actually a very intelligent football fan and was like, No, they actually don't really suck that much. <laughs> like to him, like pretty directly. And she would all she was totally level headed and would be like, That was a good play on either side. Yeah. And but uh, you know how the Bengals have the song, um, the Who Day thing. No, well, they also have the uh, their song in stadium, which I learned last year when I went. Oh. But was I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the drums all day. And the guy behind us was singing that. I mean, Never half heard the of game. That. And William Trapnell was just like, "I'm going to murder him." I'm gonna I never, him. I never heard. I've that, never and seen I'm him very so. Glad I never heard that. I've never seen William Trapnell more angry. He's like, "That's the dumbest song I've ever heard. Why are you singing that right now?" And then anytime he said who day, he's like, that's just who that like, it doesn't make any sense. The who days were pissing you me stole off. I'm just going to be honest. Well, but overall as a fan base, the Bengals are actually were pretty respectful compared to like a Colts or they so, weren't talking trash after the game. No, they actually weren't. I say Chris Pritchett and I did see about eight fights on the walking bridge on the walking back. <laughs> yeah, but that might be us. <laughs> that might be Titans. Fans. Might be separated from might the stadium. <laughs> um, but I'll say this. Kudos to the Bengals. You get, I guess you're happy for the fan base. Like, I'm not. But I am just Their first so away playoff win ever. Pettit, you you mentioned earlier that that Bengals fan was saying Tannehill sucks, and I'm I made a firm back in 2017. I made a firm conscious decision when Mariota. I think it was 2017. He remember he was hurt, and then he thought he. We thought he could come back. The Titans cleared him. Yeah, there was he discussion in, that he got cleared. He brought in a second doctor, or went to a second doctor and didn't decided not to play. Wasn't his neck? Or I think something? it was something in his neck, shoulder, shoulder, yeah, nerve. If we win that game, we go to the playoffs in Nissan Stadium. After that game, after we lost, I made a conscious decision. Okay, I've moved on from Mariota. Like he's not the answer. I am now. I'm not active. I mean, I'm not actively rooting against any Titans players, but I've, I've like, I'm, I'm out. I'm out on Mariota. Mm-hmm. And after the Bengals game, I've made that decision on Tannehill. I'm out. I'm out on Tannehill. Um, I there's a there's a debate going on in Nashville right now whether it's Todd Downing, whether it's Tannehill. I am 100 percent believer that it's ta- that it's Tannehill, and we can go into that and we can get into those details. But I I am out. On Tannehill, I do not think we are going to win a Super Bowl here. I I can say I don't think we'd be here without Tannehill. I don't think we'd be the number one seed. I don't think we'd have tra- uh, turned the program around the way we have without him. But we cannot get where we want to go with him, and and for that reason, I'm out. Uh, do you want to give your thoughts at all? Like, how much that equity do you thought? want? <laughs> I will sell all of my stock in Ryan Tannehill. Um, I have more stock in Logan Woodside. Moving forward, oh, that is then I do Ryan Tannehill. That's a bold, bold, bold take. I just know, like, 
you look at the four play I, I look at there's there's four plays that I look at that really cement why he cannot be a successful NFL quarterback in the playoffs for me. Number one, the very first play of the game, absolutely telegraphing the pass to Julio and it gets picked off. Julio's wide open. Doesn't have anybody around him for four or five yards, but Tannehill's late with the ball in the playoffs. I don't know why he was late. Telegraphing the play. The ball. Then number two, you know, the Mike Hilton interception on the goal, like basically on the goal line. I understand all the talk that, hey, you shouldn't call a screen, you shouldn't call an RPO, a bubble screen. As an NFL quarterback, sometimes your offensive coordinator isn't going to call the very, very best play. Sometimes the guys on the other side of the ball are smart, and the defense coordinator is going to call a, a play that's kind of it's, – it's a better play call, right, than your offensive coordinator. No matter how smart you are as a play caller, there's going to be times where you, you're, in a, you're in a bad play. And you have to have guys on the offensive side of the ball that can get you out of the play, number one, or number two, who are talented enough and smart enough not to throw the ball right in the way of a blitzing guy off the edge. Like Mahomes, if that's Mahomes or Josh Allen or Herbert or, heck, Brady or even Rodgers, they probably pump fake and at the very, very worst go down and take a sack. They're not going to throw the ball. throw the ball in the dirt. Or throw the ball into the dirt. Mahomes would do some sidearm Mahomes, around Mike yeah. Hilton that would or and like Burrow or Rodgers, they might pump fake, get the guy in the air, and then go get two or three yards and get down. Like you can't expect. I don't love the play call either, but you don't. You can't expect every single play call to be this perfect, great play call. Sometimes you're gonna get beat in the play calling game in the NFL. You just are. So I put that on Tannehill. Obviously, I mean, we can talk for days about how bad the decision is on the biggest third down of the game to throw it to Nick Westbrook-Ikeen in triple coverage when Ferkser's wide open underneath and A.J.'s the on the other side. The fourth play, the read option. A.J. Brown is wide open, streaking down the middle of the field on a post, and Tannehill misses him by about four yards. Mm, yeah. I mean, you can't get more open in the NFL. Like, I guess you can, but that is wide open in the NFL, and he just missed him, and that's a touchdown. Um, and then there's a lot of other plays where we had a, there was a slant that he just blatantly missed that AJ was open. I remember we, I remember specifically that moment. It, it, it's you and I looking at each other, being like, "God, it was behind." Just it, bad yeah, it was bad. That was one of his worst games as a Titan. And here's the most important thing. You can have bad games as a quarterback. You just can't have him in the playoffs. And Tannehill, in his five playoff games, has thrown seven touchdowns, five picks, and has 150 yards passing per game. He has a 22 pass rating in the fourth quarter in the playoffs. And it's just not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it for where we want to go, and for those reasons, I'm out. Um, We will get back to that. I do want to give my thoughts. Um, I definitely want to talk about Tannehill. I probably will even talk about Tannehill in my thoughts. But uh, to start out my thoughts, I'm sitting in church the very next day after the Titans game. And uh, Paul Lim, great uh, pastor, every now and then he preaches once a month at Christ Pres, just starts off the sermon with, today is the first Sunday after the Titans lost to the Bengals. And just, just catching strays at work like what what the heck 
how am I supposed <laughs> I'm sitting in church trying to get my mind off it. And the first thing the pastor says is that we lost the Bengals. Yeah, I know. I was there. Dead gummit. <laughs> so that that was uh that was crushing. So then rightfully so, the rest of the sermon, uh throughout the sermon, I wrote some notes on uh not on, on the sermon. On the, but not the sermon on the not game. The sermon, on the game. Uh I have here just hurts dot 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 it just i'm I'm hurt (laughs) it hurts real bad i have uh i'm just gonna read some like uh so a little like thoughts on the how i sort of felt it was like the bills win it during the year the bills win i said whoa chiefs win okay colts gutsy rams were legit after the rams game i was like we are legit even you know we started struggling. So going into this game, the the thing that was so tough, and I said it last year, and I think it was our very first episode, we were talking about the Ravens game from the playoffs last year. I never really felt like that team actually had it in them and was good enough to make a run because of our defense. Um, like we, I mean, our offense was one of the best statistically last year. Like it was we were up there, but our defense was so bad. So you look at this year, and I was like, wait, we legitimately could make some sort of run because we had a defensive line that is like Super Bowl caliber defensive line. We had nine sacks. We could have had 11. There were two that there was one that was called back because of delay a game, and one that was like a timeout at the last second. They just let the play go, but there was a timeout. I mean, it was insane. We. God, it was so frustrating. I, it's so it just. I think it hurts more, just for the fact that like you look at the way the Chiefs played the Bengals on Sunday, and the Bengals ended up giving Mahomes and them fits in the second half with their defense, and you you think to yourself, our defense would have been completely capable of doing that. Like the Titans could be in the Super Bowl right now. I know that's a obviously. Every year, Titans could be in the Super Bowl. But I just, it just, it stinks. It really hurts. I have, um, like, good and bad things necessarily moving forward. I'll just highlight a few things. Like, bad, obviously, Tannehill downing the tight end play. I mean, O-line situation in the offseason. We'll see what happens. But the good is that, for the most part, our defense, other than the D-line, I would say, is pretty dang young, and we got some studs coming. Like Christian Fulton's a stud in the making. Um, Amani Hooker, Kevin Byard, I mean, absolute beasts. Linebacking core, if we keep Cunningham, that's going to be awesome. David Long is, you know, we're going to have super a lot of confidence in him. Um, our D-line, hopefully we – I'm on the camp of bringing back Landry. I want to run it back with those four guys. Um, we have a star in AJ Brown. We have a star in Derrick Henry. Even though I know he's, people might have questions about him after that. We should game. talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, but I overall still believe in Derrick Henry. I think he's he's going to put in a ton of work this offseason. And I think the main thing is Mike Vrabel and our coach. Like I, people have said it. I've heard it. Say, I can't remember who said it, but it's like he's the next Mike Tomlin. You know, he's going to be. I have confidence. I don't know about y'all, but I have confidence that Mike Vrabel is going to be our coach for the next, like, 
I mean, at least like 10 years. Unless something horribly goes wrong, John Robinson gets fired or something. Like, I think Vrabel is with us for a while. And that's good. So there's a lot of good to look at it. I'm trying to take this positive stance. But at the same time, that loss was so crushing. I mean, that was worse. I would say that was worse than the the Ravens playoff loss when we went 13-3 and and had the one seed. Like, that team was kind of just lightning in a bottle for the regular season. It wasn't, you know, you didn't actually know if we were going to be able to make a, make a run in the playoffs. This team, like, I don't know. This whole fan base was sold that we were going to be there. This whole, like, the team was. The team did not expect to be cleaning out their lockers that Monday. So, it hurts. Definitely hurts. And I'm glad we're finally talking about it. But, um, definitely hurts. So, um, Pettit, what are your thoughts on Tannehill? Let's move on to Tannehill. I, I kind of agree with Robert. I think that was a good way to put it, honestly, just that he got us here and he did a fantastic job getting us here. He was incredible for the two and a half years we've had him. Um, but kind of like Mariota, Mariota's kind of one of those quarterbacks where his ceiling, we maximize the ceiling, which was getting us to the playoffs and making us a playoff team. Which is, I mean, for that time with that team that we had was incredible. Like getting to the playoffs after going three and thirteen was so exciting and such a great feeling. And then Tannehill got us to be a team that is, you know, top tier, a, you know, top seven, eight team consistently. You know what I mean? He's one of those players that he's going to be fighting in every single game he plays in. But kind of agree, is he a Super Bowl winning quarterback now, which is just an extra step that is, you know, next level, very, very hard to do. Those guys are very hard to come by. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not everyone has a Super Bowl quarterback. Yep. So it's not really a dog on Tannehill as much as it's just like we've maximized your ceiling. Right. And we love it. Thank you for getting us here. But now we have a very risky step in trying to find a guy that is a Super Bowl quarterback. That is not easy. So, yeah. Now we're kind of flirting the line of if we give him up, do we go down? Do we go up? Do we stay where we are? How do we go with 100% confidence with that? So I think we stay with him next year. Strict, I mean, his contract, if people don't know, he has a huge salary cap hit next year. And then the year after that, I think it's only a few million if we were to cut him or something like that. Yeah, the contract does not look good for next we're, year. He's going to be I with what we're expecting. Unless from him. we pull off some crazy thing in a trade, I who knows, or we draft a we hit we strike a, you know, we hit a home run on the draft on a quarterback, Tannehill's our guy. Yeah. For 2020. I want to say he's the fifth highest paid quarterback next year, which says a lot considering he's playing like the 16th level quarterback yeah. he's playing yeah when it comes to the playoffs he's playing worse <laughs> average so yeah I, I think Tannehill will be I mean unless we do a crazy trade for Aaron Rodgers which Aaron Rodgers is almost the same salary cap hit <laughs> as Tannehill so that kind of puts in perspective a little bit but the year after that I think Tannehill's contract dies off pretty heavily and that we're able to move on and see what's out there yeah I do 
Robert, you gave your thoughts on Tana. I want to give my quick thoughts on him before okay. you go. And uh, I meant to talk about him in my thing. But the thing about Tannehill, I, I mean, Robert, you said at the beginning of the year, if Tannehill does not – if the Titans don't make the AFC Championship, Titans need to move on from Ryan Tannehill. And when we talked about it at that time, we didn't know what our defense was going to look like. We had that basically argument back and forth. And I talked about one of the main things was – the last like 10 or so Super Bowl winners were top 10 scoring defenses. Titans were a top 10 scoring defense this year. Yep. So I I got to the point throughout the year where I was like, all right, I somewhat agree with Robert. Um, but I think basically it was like, what are we going to see from him in the playoffs that that's going to kind of, you know, finalize my decision. And we saw it. I mean, three yeah. terrible interceptions – that's and I just like terrible I, I think, interceptions, yeah, not like just, fluky picks. Terrible. Yeah. Well, you could say the Mike Hilton play was a fluky pick. I think it was the worst one. Well, I mean, it wasn't the worst one decision standpoint. I think, the last, I think it was think the, the worst one. one. The, the guy's worst one. right in your face, it's not, it's and you not, still throw. No, it's I think not the, the worst one. one. Was the worst one. Man, Mike Hilton played like he threw a. He just threw it as hard as he could at our four string wide receiver in triple coverage. In triple coverage. Yeah, I still think the Mike Which, Hilton one was worse, but that's if, just my even opinion. if he, Nick Westbrook was open, I think Tanhill threw it so hard that I don't know if he catches that ball. Yeah, but basically, like, I and I the only the only thing I listened to last week, I usually listen to a lot of uh, podcasts about NFL and everything. I listened to football and other f words, and I actually they kind of helped me out a little bit, but. They're yeah, they're solid. I know a lot of people listen to them. They're they're great. Uh, Zach Lyons was saying, and I agree, Titans can win a Super Bowl with Tannehill. We can, we could do it, but will we? No. So that's that's like that's the whole thing. I I, I don't know if that make. I hope that makes sense. Like yes, the Eagles I mean, won with Nick Foles. The, the Ravens won with Joe Flacco. Eli Manning those years when they won. Yeah, but those but you, quarterbacks didn't throw dumb picks. Yes, but but Tannehill is capable of having a game is where he, he doesn't. Wait. Yes, well, I don't know. Actually, yeah, <laughs> as is, of right now, he's going to have to show it to me. Is he what I'm capable saying. of doing that in the playoffs when it matters? And don't throw the Patriots or the Ravens in 2019 at me because that was when Derek's Sorry, rushing no, no, for I know. 250 I'm just, yards. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I'm just also, saying that's in that, just a weird argument because you could – Say that about literally any quarterback I, in the league. Yes, I know, so, well, but but like you have to say that. I mean, Tannehill. The, there's a reason why we got to where we got. It, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to back him up here. I'm just saying that. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo got his team to a Super Bowl and then an NFC Championship. Wild things happen in the NFL. When you make a run and you're hot, you're hot. Things have to go your way. I mean, you look at the Bengals. Joe Burrow has been great. I, I'm not. So here's a question I got for you. Okay. What's the score of our game if you switch the quarterbacks? Oh my gosh! If you switch the quarterbacks, we are. Is it 20 points? I don't know. It, but we're we're killing them. We're I mean, bad. When we made our Joe, predictions, Joe Burrow. Like, I mean, the, the the interception he had against the Chiefs was his first bad decision in like five games. And his interception against us wasn't even his fault. Did no. he go off the guy's hands? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it was an incredible pick by Amani Hooker. I made the mistake pregame of looking at the entire roster and not believing that the quarterback matters infinitely more than every other position. Oh, it does. And what we've learned is that we cannot win in the postseason 
without a quarterback who elevates his team around him. And it is frustrating because we couldn't see what this team was capable of with a fully healthy Derrick Henry. I, I know, you know, we hyped up Derrick Henry. We thought he was going to be back. He wasn't back. He wasn't himself. He was he was running tentative. He honestly looked like first half of 2019 Derrick Henry where, you know, he had to have that conversation with Eddie George, and Eddie George basically was like, you're huge. Go run over people. Stop trying to dance in the hole. Um, he went down. I thought I felt too easy. There were multiple times where I looked at you, JG, and I was like, he just he breaks those tackles. He hits that hole harder. He gets through that line of scrimmage on that play usually, and it just yeah. it felt like he wasn't himself. And what we've learned over the last three years is when Derek's not himself, Tannehill he can't carry us. Tannehill can do fine when Derek is carrying the load for you know a hundred plus yards rushing a game, and the defense has to sell out to stop Derek. And Tannehill can throw easy passes that are open. He can excel in that, but but we can't put a game on Tannehill's shoulders and say go win it. We just can't. He's not he's not that kind of guy, and um, it's. It's frust- It's extremely demoralizing. It's extremely demoralizing because I don't know that you're going to put a better team around around Tannehill than we put around him this year. I, I just eh, we could put better receivers and a better tight end around him. I, okay, but are we sure that Julio's the fact that Julio wasn't the one of the best receivers in the league? Julio's fault. I mean, when he was out there, no, how know, many I, times this year I'm, I'm not did saying, I scream at the TV and say, throw the ball to Julio no, Jones? I, I'm not saying because Julio was – I mean, Julio was fine down the stretch. What I'm saying is like a third, fourth receiver around him. Someone so, – some better possession receiver or something. I don't know. Or like, dude, the tight end position crushed us. I know we don't need to get some elite – George Kittle, Travis Kelsey type tight end, it'd be nice. But we have to have someone. I mean, dude, Johnny Smith did wonders for Tannehill. And I don't know if that's true. I I, I mean, maybe. I guess I'm thinking about like the fact I just that, think that how many, there, was, there were multiple times this year where Julio Jones was open and Julio Jones was one-on-one, A.J. Brown was open, or A.J. Brown was on one-on-one coverage, and, my, and Tannehill would not throw them the football. Yeah, no, I and I I agree there. I, look I'm at, just saying. Look I at the last play of our season. Look at the last offensive play of our season. Your biggest moment on third down, and you choose to trust a undrafted wide receiver out of Indiana. No offense to Nick Westbrook, Ikeen. He's done a great job, but when the chips are down and it's the most important play of the game, you have got to throw it to your best players. It's not about scheme anymore. It's not about trying to slice and dice and make the best decision, which was obviously clearly a bad decision. Also, did, you, was, did he decide pre-snap? Yeah, was he I'm the hot going, route? I'm going to Nick Westbrook, Ikeen. Was he the number one receiver on that play? Like, was he the number one route? Because if he is, that's concerning. I mean, that ball has got receiver. to go to A.J. Brown. Yeah. Or maybe you throw it to Julio, or you throw it to someone wide open. Ferkser. Berkshire was wide open, would have been an easy first down. I've been fine with that. But you don't force it. Like, it's almost like he doesn't realize. He, it's, it's almost like he's such a scheme and system quarterback that he can't 
break out of that and say, okay, right now I've got to get AJ going. I've got to get Julio going. Yeah. Like I'm a, I, I got to get yeah. him the football. And I'm sorry, but when you have guys that are as talented as those, they demand – like our offense is better when you force the ball to A.J. than when you hit your second progression read who is Chester Rogers coming open on the dig. Because, like, frankly, A.J. covered is a better option than most of our players wide open. Like, how many – I mean, we saw Nick uh, Kari Blossom game drop a first down, right? Like <laughs> – Jeez. Sometimes you've got to throw the ball to your all pro players. And so I guess I guess that's I don't know where I was going with that. I'm just venting now. I'm so <laughs> so I'm so done year, with Tannehill. So say next year. We're not we're gonna he's I'm gonna have to watch him for another seventeen games next I'm year. Saying, I'm like, not excited about Robert, it. Robert, I'm just saying next year, say okay. We're in the wild card. Tannehill wins. We're in the divisional round. What Tannehill helps us win. Division round, Titans win. AFC Championship, Titans win. We get to the Super Bowl. Is, like, will you have any confidence in the after those three games that we have gotten to the Super Bowl now that Tannehill could elevate to a Super Bowl win? Or is I'm it gonna, something I mean, I'm gonna you literally have to watch, cannot – I'm going to have to watch cannot, those games. But no, but you – are you to a point where I don't you, think that's going to happen. No, but okay, but are you to a point where you cannot believe in Tannehill fully until he has actually won us a Super Bowl? Um, and you just you don't even think that's going to happen. So I, I mean, in your hypothetical situation, if he wins three straight playoff games and takes us to the Super Bowl, I will probably be reconsidering my take. But <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Like yeah. I, I cannot see that happening. My point was basically: is it is it to a point now where I mean, no, no, so you have to see it. Nothing is like I guess if Mariota is re-signed and he takes us to a Super Bowl, then I'm going to probably change my mind on Mariota. No, I yeah, but like but, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yes, you see what I'm saying? Like, of course, there's always room. If you know Tannehill takes us to a Super Bowl, then I'm gonna be back on the Tannehill because he's probably gotten better. He's probably changed. He's probably not doing all these things well, that frustrate me so much. I think that's very. I think Tannehill. You know, me being extremely optimistic here. Again, we have still almost the exact same roster going into next year. Well, uh, it's. There's going to be some thing. There's going to be some players. We'll get into all that for yeah. sure. I mean, they, we do we do fun off season stuff every year. The core Titans are staying this year, and Tannehill's one of those core Titans going into next year. And I think again, he could lead us to a number one seed again next year. That's how good our team is. But if we have the same outcome. Man, that would be another disappointing. But here's a question, and think I know about how high our standards are now as Titans fans. That we yeah. would be disappointed. They've earned it. They've earned it. They've earned high expectations. We need to. We just I have need no to say, pity. I have no thank pity. You. For thank the you, Titans. Mike Vrabel. Shane Boehm. Honestly, you deserve a huge shout out. I really did not believe in you this year. I was very mad when you were. I, we were all very mad when you were hired, and you have exceeded expectations. Congratulations. And I think we're all in agreement that J. Rob is the right guy for the job. Vrabel's the right man for the job. I don't put this loss on them. I think they are a net positive. Even in the decisions where maybe I don't think it worked out for J-Rob, I can see the process. I can see it play out. I'm, I'm like agreeing with what he's doing. It makes yeah, sense. He seems definitely. really smart. Even this Tannehill thing, people complain about the contract. That's actually a pretty good contract for a guy who plays like he does in the regular season, yeah. usually. 
Like that's he Tannehill. You had no idea Tannehill was going to choke in the playoffs. He never played in the playoffs at Miami except maybe one time. They were a terrible team. Mm-hmm. So. I'm confident with those guys that are going to make the right decisions. Here's the question I have for us before we wrap this thing up. Do you trade three first-round picks for a Russell Wilson (laughs) or an Aaron Rodgers? Probably not Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, yes. (laughs) So we go all in for next year. If we can dump Tannehill and trade three first-round picks. How about three first-round picks? What are the prices? Three first-round picks, Tannehill, and two second-rounders. Dude. The two second-rounders is almost worse than the first round as a Titans fan. <laughs> like, we do worse. We, AJ we, Brown's a second-rounder. We hit in the second round. Derrick Henry's a second-rounder. We usually rounder. hit, yeah. AJ, Harold Landry, uh, Christian Derrick Fulton. Henry. Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton. I mean, AJ Brown. Our best players are second-round picks. <laughs> That's our first-round picks. Dylan Radens. Jury's still out. I still think he's, you know, I was off you're, the train. I'm, I'm on to like seeing potential in him, but again, first round picks are just wasted. We don't need them. Let's pull the Rams and just get rid of all of them. Let's go I mean, all in. Let's. This it's is working our time. So far. It's working for them. This right is now. our time. Three years down the road without a first round pick doesn't hurt us. It really doesn't. <laughs> it would. It, it selfishly, I just love the first round draft, and I love. I agree. Titans. It's fine. That's, that's, what, that's what makes it like. Oh, that'd be hard to get rid of. But we don't need them. We Titans really fans, don't. we're probably the most. But we're going to get another Rashawn Evans. Do you want another Rashawn Evans? <laughs> Not really, no. Yeah, okay, our best one is Jeffrey Simmons, and he probably is our best player on the team. But <laughs> besides but he him. should have, if he didn't get Terra's ACL, he would have been like six overall. Oh, yeah. And we never would have drafted yeah, he was him. Almost well, even we're a thankful that he did. We probably maybe could well, have gotten him in the second we're round. We're probably going to draft Jamison Williams this year because he's hurt. Like, we love drafting <laughs> hurt John players. John Mechie. We or do <laughs> love drafting hurt players. <laughs> but Caleb Farr, I mean, think about it. We don't need a first round pick. Hey, jury's still out on Caleb Farley. I still believe. I'm a believer. I'm not. I'm not I think he's going to start next year. I think we're going to cut Jack Rabbit and yeah. Caleb Farley's going to start. I'm not out on Caleb Farley, but what I am saying is currently. Pettit, I'm with you. They don't do anything. Just, I'm with okay. you. If, I think if, you trade. If we can do a home run, try and get someone that is better than Tannehill or that we know for sure has has led his team. To a Super Bowl, Russell Wilson. And yes, Russell Wilson and Aaron. He'd Rodgers. be perfect for our offense. Yes, I, I act. I, I just, would. My I actually, problem, I, I came up to James, my Russell coworker. Russell sucks in December. I came up to James, my coworker, like during. What? He's been so bad second half of the season for the last like three, four seasons. Well, his team has just crumbled overall. But anyways, he has DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I and know. Chris I know. Carson, like he has an offense and he hasn't done anything. In the middle of the year, I went to James, my coworker, and said like jokingly. We're gonna. Russell Wilson's gonna be a Titan next year, like kind of, kind of jokingly, but kind of, you know, hope hoping so. And it was when like each Tannehill bad game, I would say that. Um, so who knows? Sierra, Sierra would love Nashville. What's his name, Mister? Uh, She'd always love to get in the country music scene. I saw something. I heard about it. What's, Someone told me, uh, my, with source with boots on the ground, told me that Sierra would love to get in country music. Big if true, just saying. What's Russell's uh, nickname, Mister uh, Mister Unlimited? Unlimited. <laughs> Mister Unlimited. Would you trade? I would, I would get Russell Wilson, but not for three first round picks and two seconds. We can dream. That's a lot. Well, here's we the thing: dream. if we're for getting Rodgers, maybe if we're Russell getting, Wilson, I'm going less. Than a that. quarterback who can take us to the Super Bowl, there, there is not a number of draft picks that is too high. Yes, in I my agree. opinion, would you trade? The entire 2022 draft picks. 
and 2023 draft picks <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers. I would so trade. Have a draft pick I would for trade 14 draft picks for like Josh Allen <laughs> or Joe oh. Burrow, a young quarterback that we're gonna have for the next 20 years. But you yeah. can't support anything around him. After that. <laughs> we, we, we're fine now. We'll, we'll I know that might be the wrong the wrong move. I <laughs> we can dream. We can dream. We'll see what happens. I, I mean, just if we just had a, a guy who wasn't who was a zero, I think we. What does that mean? If we had a quarterback who was not a negative, <laughs> negative what? Oh, he was a negative Tannehill to our is, team. Oh. Tannehill was a negative. Like we even just need a zero. Tannehill made us worse. In the playoffs this yeah. year, yeah. And if we just had a guy who got sat, like if we just had a guy who took a knee every time, we would have probably won that game. <laughs> if we just ran the ball and on drop back passes he takes a knee, I think we win. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, um, I think that was good. I don't know. Do y'all feel better after that, or do y'all still feel? I mean, it's always frustrated. Always or, good to talk. Not about. really. I'm gonna be a big Rams fan. <laughs> On Sunday, just something about the Bengals. I'm just, I don't feel like they've earned it. I don't feel like they've done the time to yeah. like go through the heartache of like Joe Burrow. He's good, but we kind of fell apart. And I just feel like the Chiefs kind of fell apart. Like, we'll see. The I Bengals- don't feel like the Bengals have actually beaten anybody. I feel like we beat ourselves. I 100% feel like we beat ourselves. And I feel like the Chiefs kind of beat themselves too in the second half. I don't. I just don't feel like the Bengals have earned it and have like have beaten anyone. I mean, I, I'm jealous, straight up. That's just in all like. Now, to don't be get me wrong. Honest, I would jealous. trade probably every quarterback in the NFL not named Mahomes and Josh Allen. I'd probably trade for Joe Burrow. He's he's legit. He's that good. Um, but yeah. the team around him, the offensive line's horrendous. But I mean, honestly, they they're getting great play from. Certain positions, like I think that's what makes Joe Burrow that much more impressive. Totally, yeah. Because when Tannehill's had a bad online, which he has, he's been so bad. <laughs> he's been so bad. <laughs> Dead gummit. <laughs> I just, yeah. It's. It, I mean, at least we don't have like a Sam Darnold or Drew Locke. No, I'd rather have one of those guys because then we'd probably be in a position to draft somebody better, <laughs> okay, like Matt yes. Corral. Yeah. No, but we wouldn't have been a number one seed. I, but does that matter? Yes, yes. That was a fun season. That was a fun so season. Funny. It does matter. Would you rather go 9-7 and seven, not make the if playoffs like we've been doing? If it makes us get a guy like Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, then yes, I'd rather that. How are we going to get one of those guys? What, we'll trade see. Our first three round. Picks. We'll see what happens. First, We're rambling. Would you we guys trade multiple picks to move up and draft Matt Corral? I don't know. I I, I think we have to draft a quarterback yet. in the first two rounds this year. We're I'm not against it. And groom him. I'm not against it. We're a we, great second round team. We got to wrap this up though, because we definitely will get to those things in the off season. One last thing I want to say, really quick. Nissan Stadium. Did no favors on getting fans hype. The Titans marketing did not do a very good job on getting us hype. That's it. That's fair. Sorry, that was a random thought I had, and I had the, to the say Derek, it. I've been thinking about the, it for a while. They, they did, did a, the Derrick Henry intro right. They did that right. But they now, did a lot of things last. very horribly. First thing, they promised blankets, and they gave out towels. Not even for everybody. I threw that away. <laughs> also, tough. There were just other mark. There were just other videos they did that were just trash. But go ahead. Yeah. I'm done. That was my yeah. rant. I hated it. Do you have final words for us, Robert? 
Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a changed offense coordinator and quarterback <laughs> this year. I'm with you there. I really am. I, I'm with you. Although I put the blame more on Tannehill Fair. Than, than Todd Downing. For the whole year, I would say Downing. For that game, Tannehill. And this, the business, <laughs> the business that they're in is the year. The regular season matters, but the playoffs matter a lot more. And that's what's ultimately gonna fall on Ryan Tannehill, and and he probably wants to win more than I do. Like I'm not, I don't want to say the guy is sucks as a person or is a bad leader or like I said, like we couldn't get where we are today without him. I just, what more do you need to see? What more do we need to see? <laughs> we're we're not gonna get riled up again. We got got this, <laughs> but there there was Bengals. Loss. Congrats to the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, I guess you guys should probably never listen to another score prediction of mine again. 42-14 was wildly (laughs) off. Oh, man. I should have just predicted us to lose. Maybe we actually would have won. So there we go. There you have it. Thanks for listening. And we will definitely be around in the offseason. So make sure you like, subscribe, follow. Give us a shout-out. Give us five stars. The shirts are still available. (laughs) <laughs> if you want those. <laughs> so we appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all listening, and we thank y'all.